Welcome to the Naked Truth. Peace to you. We are going to pick up where we left off in the fifth book in the Bible, in the Old Testament, the book of Deuteronomy. We're up to chapter 13, believe it or not. So it's like halfway through the, the book. We're making our way. Let's begin with verse 1. If there arises among you a prophet or a dreamer of dreams, and he gives you a sign or a wonder. So this is Moses still addressing the congregation, the children of Israel, as they approach the promised land, as it's called, what we call in modern times, Israel and also Palestine, the same area of the world. And he's giving them basically their marching orders for once they have occupied and colonized the area they're going in to possess. And he's referring to now people who have, uh, who say they have spiritual gifts, things like being able to have prophetic dreams or and prophecy. And he's saying, here's how you handle them. And the sign, verse 2, and the sign or the wonder comes to pass of which he spoke to you saying, let us go after other gods which you have not known and let us serve them. So he's saying if someone does come along and is able or says they have prophecies or dreams of things, revelations, um, and if it happens, it you know, if their prophecy comes true and then they turn around and tell you, okay, cool, now let's go worship some other gods and it says gods plural and lowercase g so um meaning it's not the gods plural uh capital g uh that seem to be active so far in the uh narratives that we've read about so far because remember it's not just one uh entity person deity being worshiped as god as we've read so far in the bible and there's more than one god and religion mentioned and worshiped throughout the Bible. So um, Moses is referring to when other religions get it, step into the picture after some prophecy given by someone in that religion comes to comes true. Uh, verse 3, you shall not listen to the words of that prophet or that dreamer of dreams, for the Lord your God is testing you to know whether you love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. So Moses is saying that the Lord tests uh, is going to test the congregation by sending them people who are able or, or say they're able to uh, have prophecies and dream dreams. Lord here, all capitals, is still being translated from the word uh, or name, entity, Jehovah. And God is um, the word Elohim um, in this verse, so in this chapter and verse so far. Um, so Moses is basically telling the people that if someone comes along and they, with those kinds of abilities or says they have those abilities and then tells you to worship some other entity, then it's actually a test from the Lord. Uh, let's see what he says you should do then. Verse 4, you shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his um, did we skip one? Let me see. Oh, no, okay. So verse 4. You shall walk after the Lord your God and fear him and keep his commandments and obey his voice. You shall observe him and hold fast to him. So Moses is saying the entity they're following, I, presumably Jehovah, is the deity that the people are to be loyal to and follow and uh, make as their object of worship, not some other deities they may encounter along the way in the promised land because remember the promised land is already occupied by other people other nations they're just going in to colonize and conquer it conquer and colonize it verse 5 but that prophet or that dreamer of dreams shall be put to death 
because he's spoken in order to turn you away from the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt and redeemed you from the house of bondage to entice you away to entice you from the way in which the Lord your God commanded you to walk so you shall put away the evil from your midst so Moses is saying the cost the price that the dreamer of dreams or prophet has to pay for um attempting to introduce you to or lure you away from the religion the people are taking part in into another religion the cost is the death penalty that that prophet has to die that person has to die for trying to tempt you away from the lord that they're all worshiping the lord who's guided them from enslavement to the promised land verse six if your brother the son of your mother your son or your daughter the wife of your bosom or your friend who is as your own soul secretly entices you saying let us go and serve other gods which you have not known neither you nor your fathers so now Moses is saying if someone closer to you than the prophet or dreamer of dreams who's able to, who gives you that prophecy if someone as close as your brother your mother your wife your children tries the same thing to introduce you to some other religion in modern terms um, he's saying if someone even closer to you like that attempts to do that here's what you do verse 7 of the gods of the people which are all around you near to you or far from you from one end of the earth to the other end of the earth so Moses is saying whatever religion you may encounter from where you are to anywhere else in the world if someone if some other religion is being offered to you as the way that you should follow here's what you should do verse 8 you shall not consent to him or listen to him nor shall your eye pity him nor shall you spare him or conceal him so Moses is saying offer no solace to the person who's trying to lure you away into some other religion um, verse 9 but you shall surely kill him your hand shall be first against him to put him to death and afterward the hand of all the people so even though they were given the command thou shalt not kill now they're being told again some people you can kill and this isn't the first time that they're being told to, uh, it's okay they're even being ordered commanded to kill people um, the different massacres that they've encountered along the way so far and there's going to be more even as they enter the promised land and face other people um, so that whole thou shalt not kill one of the ten commandments on written in stone according to the narrative by the finger of God is again being countered with this commandment that Moses is giving the people that they can kill and that everyone should take part in the murder and hearing that it seems to me that's probably some of the same rationale some of the same verses or scripture that people used back in the time of in the slave days of America when uh, a black person would be uh, lynched and the whole town would gather together and watch it like it's Sunday brunch and even letting their children watch it seems so sick and wicked but that's the American history the same American history that um, people put under the umbrella of CRT to keep people from having the read about it learn about it and feel bad about it and better yet do something about it who cares how you feel about it do something about it if you recognize uh, that a wrong was committed and a debt is owed such as reparations to enslaved people and their descendants then don't start walk around trying to fight it or feel bad about it do something about it that way people can move on and that way restitution can be paid and 
justice can move on and you can get the positive things rolling and stop having to feed on that negative energy because until you handle the wrong you've uh, you've uh, committed you can't expect righteousness to step in uh, what's that verse it's um justice is turned back and righteousness stands afar off for truth is fallen in the street and equity cannot enter I think that's Isaiah 59 14 until you handle those things you can only expect wickedness and evil to keep cropping up because you haven't gotten to the essence the root of the evil that the wrong the offense the sin verse 10 and you shall stone him with stones until he dies because he sought to entice you away from the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage so Moses is saying it's on that prophet or whoever it is even if it's one of your close family members it's on them for trying to lead you away um, into some bad religion so it's okay to go ahead and kill them stone them to death with stones have the whole com congregation do it and, and then it's perfectly alright I guess you it's the exception to the thou shalt not kill rule another one um, verse 11 he's saying don't have any pity on them either Verse 11, so all Israel shall hear and fear and not again do such wickedness as this among you. So Moses is saying, if you make that public example of the person, apostates as they call them, people who fall away from the faith or into some other religion, if you're making it a public example out of them, then it will discourage other people from doing the same thing. Verse 12, if you hear someone in your in one of your cities which the Lord your God gives you to dwell in saying so again that's that manifest destiny theory that oh God's giving it to me so it's okay for me to go steal kill and take it um, even though those are against the commandments thou shalt not steal thou shalt not kill then uh, to finish it off with thou shalt not bear false witness to turn around and make the slaves the enemy make the slaves the bad guy to make the Native Americans the enemy the people who are in the wrong all very against the Ten Commandments, but all very much uh, American society and the God-fearing Christian American way. Obviously not God-fearing, obviously not Christian, but it is the American way. But um, let's see if that happens. Verse nine, uh, 13. Um, oh, I think we jumped one. Let me see. Oh, verse 12. If you hear someone in your one of your cities, which the Lord your God gives you to dwell in, saying, uh, verse 13, corrupt men have gone out from among you and enticed the inhabitants of their city, saying, let us go and serve other gods, which you have not known. So Moses is saying, so not only if someone comes to you with the other religion, they should die. If one of your own leaves the congregation and goes to some other uh neighboring people and takes the uh, other religion to them. How should you handle that? Um, let's see. Then, verse 14, then you shall inquire, search out, and ask diligently. And if it is indeed true and certain that such an abomination was committed among you. So Moses is saying, investigate and find out if it's true that one of your own has gone out with some other religion and attempted to spread it. Verse 15, you shall surely strike the inhabitants of that city with the edge of the sword, utterly destroying it, all that is in it, and its livestock with the edge of the sword. So Moses is saying it's okay to go ahead and massacre 
the uh, people of that city um, who have attempted to lure you away with some other religion. And we've read that they've done that already at least once with the whole Cosby incident where some of the their own congregation intermarried with someone of another religion uh, that was nearby. And th- they blamed that person who uh, intermarried for um, stepping out of the religion. They killed both the um, uh, the Hebrew person and his wife and um, called it a, a righteous indignation. They didn't call it, they didn't say it was breaking the thou shalt kill, not kill commandment. Instead, they considered it self-righteous uh, or they considered it righteousness um, and the Lord didn't seem to condemn it and the Lord seemed to cheer it on when it happened as if the Lord wouldn't be able to do the same thing without their intervention. The Lord can't just send a lightning bolt or open up the ground or uh, fire from heaven to do all of that. We've seen, we've read that that's exactly what the Lord has done in other instances. Yet when it comes to this, it seems to be Moses is telling the people you could take it into your own hands and uh, carry out that uh, death penalty. Verse 16, and you shall gather all its plunder into the middle of the street and completely burn with fire the city and all its plunder for the Lord your God. It shall be a heap forever. It shall not be built again. So Moses is saying, if you run across uh, a town like that, utterly destroy it, massacre the people, destroy all its property and loot it and burn it and say it's dedicated to it. You're doing it in dedication to the Lord. And again, that seems to counter those other Ten Commandments that were given, like love your neighbor as yourself. Um, But it's what the people are being commanded to do. And it's why, like I say again and again, we here on The Naked Truth focus on the red letters of the Bible, the things Jesus had to say. Because these are things that Jesus does does not tell us to do. These are things that other people, other religions in the Bible do tell you. So... Uh, like I always say, you can choose. But you can't possibly do both and say that you're being consistent because they're contradictory. They're mutually exclusive. Um, verse 17, So none of the accursed things shall remain in your hand that the Lord may turn from the fierceness of, fierceness of his anger and show you mercy, have compassion on you, and multiply you, just as he swore to your fathers. So he's saying, make sure you destroy all of their idols, all of their objects of worship. So in, in plain English, it would be if you come to a Christian nation, you kill all the people and burn all of their crucifixes, all their crosses. If you come to a Muslim nation, you burn up all their mosques, kill all the people, and burn up their uh, new moon figurines. Uh, if you uh, if you come to any other religion, uh, if you the Native Americans, you kill all the people, um, gather all of their things, and burn up the totem poles. Whatever it is that other religion worships or holds as part of their worship, they're considered accursed things, idols, and they have to be destroyed according to what Moses is telling the people, and that's what would be pleasing to the Lord. Uh, verse 18, because you have listened to the voice of the Lord your God to 
keep all his commandments which I command you today to do what is right in the eyes of the Lord your God. So Moses is saying, be faithful to the uh, commandments he's giving, these different orders about going out and massacring people of a different religion if they try to lead you away or introduce you to that religion and entice you away from the religion that the people are following at this point. If anyone attempts to do that, even if it's your bosom buddy or your own kid, your spouse, or uh, whoever it is, if it's some other religion that they're trying to introduce you to and in that way entice you away from the religion that they're following, then it's the death penalty that they get. The whole congregation should take part in it and then everyone should hear and fear, hear and fear and not allow that sort of thing to happen and arise again. Um, and all of this is said to be so that you can be faithful to the God that has delivered them, emancipated them from enslavement in Africa. Um, not very consistent with the different commands, but uh, it's how it reads, so that's how we're reading it, or that's how we were reading it, because that's the last verse in this chapter. So that's where we'll end this reading. As always, thank you for joining me. I love you for it, appreciate it, and hope you'll join me again. Stay safe. God bless you. Peace be with you.